0: What is going on guys, my name is Hussein, and in this video I wanna discuss what makes a good software tester. So guys, in, organ- in many organizations there are usually explicit roles for every uh, software project. So you might have uh, a software engineer role or a software developer role and sometimes the software engineer does write actually code and sometimes they overlap. But most of the time the software engineer actually does also testing. And I'm gonna talk about what makes you a good software tester, right? So you might not write actually code, but you're testing other people's product. And this is a very, very critical job. And people get paid so well if you're, if you're really a goddamn good tester, right? And your job will be to get paid to find bugs. And not just any bugs, stinking nasty bugs right that the developers didn't even think about and that requires really extreme cognitive ability for you to understand the system you're testing okay you're not just testing an application you're testing a whole system and based on this it will makes you excel as the job and you can really get recognized really quickly oh this guy is good right and i wanted to tell you about this how do you become a good software tester so if you're testing an application and most of the time now we have mobile applications right but not necessarily you can have web applications and you can have You can have desktop applications, right, on on Mac OS or Windows. And each one requires certain skills. But all of them kind of boils down to the skills of troubleshooting. And I will go beyond and say it's almost like a talent. You're born with this idea of troubleshooting, right? Finding the source of a problem, and and I gotta give it to my dad actually because he has this talent and I think I kind of inherited some of this talent from him. All right, it's not it is a skill, but it could also be a talent. That means you're just inherit you, you just out of the box you're good at testing and troubleshooting and and my, my uh, and my dad, uh, mashallah, and I'm knocking on wood. I don't have wood here, but is <laughs> he 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 used to be a mechanic and and people. In, in our neighborhood would come to him and I would give him essentially it's like they they bring their cars and he will he will he will be in the house and whoever driving out will just he will immediately identify the problem from the sound the car makes and that was like really he was really well known uh, in the neighborhood by just this ability of troubleshooting from the sound it's like okay this car doesn't Uh, the fiat whatever to 1994 is not making the right sound he just knows from the sound right and it comes back to your your talent and obviously skill that you can acquire with more more practice and so yeah so troubleshooting is a skill and could be also a talent that you can it's not a problem you can also acquire that so back to our topic which is software testing software testing is it's in itself you can pick an application mobile application and you can just sit down and try to find bugs right but if you don't understand what the software does you'll be essentially in the blind right what what are, what are you testing if i click this button and turn red is that supposed to turn red I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a feature. You don't know, right? That's why first thing you have to understand is like, you need to really understand how the system works. It will really benefit if you actually design the whole system and you're testing it. That's the perfect scenario, that's actually my job. I do this, I design the system and I then turn it on and test it. Or if I not design it, I read the spec and then compare it, right? So it's like, what is supposed to do? And then, I just thoroughly just sit down and work with the application. And here's the thing. When you find what could be a bug, you have two options. And you can basically, you will know yourself, right? Some software testers finds a bug and turn down to GitHub or turn out to the issue repository, whatever repository system you have. And they create a bug Oh, I clicked on this and it takes a long time. It's a it's a slow button. I clicked on submit and it's not coming back. Right? Or it took, I don't know, 30 seconds. And they they just they just stop the issue and that's it. They should close the issue. They give you the April and that's it. Some people do do that. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. That's your job. That's a minimum thing you can do. There are other people, what they do is well i clicked this button and it took 20 seconds well what does this button do well it sends a git request to to some sort of a server well i'm going to take a little bit of an extra step here let's see what gonna, what can i do well it's a mobile application so i can't really sniff that request so i need to know does the does the application really just spins up in the user experience and not ever sending that request, or does the request actually got sent to the server and the server is spending that request, All right? So you have to know. So how do you know? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a proxy and then connect my mobile pro- application to the proxy and and like, click that button again and say, oh oh, I can see the request actually very quickly making it to the to the debugging proxy. It could be Fiddler or Charlie, and then you can check that and say, oh, okay, that request actually left the application very quickly. So it's not the application, it's just the server. So that's one hint you can give to the developer to simplify their life, right? If that request took a long time to actually make it to the proxy, then the problem is a user experience. So maybe you're, your application your click or touch is not registering so it takes a long time to register so that's a bug in the user experience right so you have to as much as possible just strip down the design right and then you can go further you can stop there says oh oh, the server is taking i don't know 20 seconds to execute this request well can you stop there you can people do but if you want to be a better software tester, what you do is say, "Okay, now I know that's not a problem the you as experience. Let me go and go to the REST endpoint and actually see what's happening there." Now it depends on your architecture, what database you use, and what all that other stuff is. What is what is this request doing, right? And you can you have very few things to work with at this stage as a software tester. You you're not allowed to debug. Guys, you're only allowed to use the software, right? So what you can do is, well, you have you own the server, right? So you can look at the server and you can analyze the CPU there, right? You can take a look at the request to the database, if there is a request to the database, right? Compare the timing from the request, to the time the request was sent from the proxy to the time it was received to the server to the time it was it hit the database as a, requ- as a as a query to the database and you can compare the times okay it took it, i sent the request at t0 the server arrives at the server at t0 but the da- it arrived at the database at t19 and the database took like a fraction of milliseconds and respond back what is it doing 19 seconds is doing at the server so now you know it's not the database it's the server that's doing pre-processing or maybe post processing right it depends on the idea or no you might say okay well uh, i uh, the request arrived at the server t0 and immediately left the server to the database at t zero same time right but well, the database took 20 seconds to execute that request. Now you say, oh, why does the database? And now, now it could be easier for you because you know, right? Database, you can analyze it and see, okay, tune the database. Okay, why does it take 20 seconds to execute a query? You go and say, oh, that's a full table scan. This table has like a 5 million records and we don't have an index on this. Or maybe you're doing something like a name-like percentage and obviously the index is skipped in this case. So you can, you can just have unlimited ways to test the software to identify exactly where the problem and this shows in your job. And this obviously elevates you as, a, as an engineer, as a backend engineer specifically in this case, right? It's just like if you know more, you can be better. And if you be better, then it will show at your job, it will show and you get promoted, you will get you will get really recognized as a good tester right and people will give you hard problems and people will give you jobs and people will offer you money because like i oh, i need this guy this guy is a good tester developers will pick you only because hey oh this guy's know how to test and i like to work with this guy I I'll, i like to work with mark or teffany because Tiffany. Uh, gives me a good repro cases and gives me exactly what is the problem so i don't have to spend my time hitting the wall and debugging because debugging is hard right all right guys that's it for me today uh that was a quick video just talking about the importance of software testing and how to become actually a good software testers hope you enjoyed this video leave a like share this video with your friends And I'm going to see you in the next one. Keep coding, keep working, keep writing more software. Stay awesome.